Welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Hannah, a functional nutritionist and Bible lover. There's nothing that I get more excited about than being able to talk about health and wellness and connecting that to our lives as Christians. This podcast and our blog takes you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, lifestyle, and role in His kingdom. Jesus redeemed us from a life enslaved to sin. He freed us to live out new lives as women of God. Today, we're going to be expanding on last episode's help topic and discussing 30 meaningful ways to help others. I know from the many Google searches that I do that finding ways to help other people, you know, either ways that'll be meaningful or ways that don't cost money, are things that people are trying to figure out out, you know, what they can do and how to do it. Because of that, Sarah and I have come up with 30 different ways to help the needy friends or family, ways that will bless them in so many different meaningful ways. Helping others is also something that Jesus modeled throughout his life, and being his disciple means that we imitate him in all we say and do. If you're struggling with the why should I help others question, go back and listen to the What Bible Teaches About Helping Others podcast episode. You can find that either by searching for What the Bible Teaches About Helping Others, or you can find it on our website at www.boughtatapricecom forward slash accepting help. Again, www.boughtatapricecom forward slash accepting help. Remember, helping others connects us with other people. It's part of what it means to be Jesus's disciple, and it also helps improve another person's life. Above all, kindness passed on and multiplied is an awesome thing to spread. As you're listening to these ways to help other people, remember, you also need to be willing to accept help. This is a lesson that I've struggled to learn for many years, and helping others is something I love to do. But the flip side, accepting help, is always difficult for me. Together, let's find meaningful ways to help others while also allowing people to return the help favor to us. Let's dive into those ways. Number one, smile and be friendly. Taking the time to smile, even at complete strangers, can be enough to change their day for the better. Make a point of making eye contact and smiling at every person you see as you're driving, at the store, and walking from place to place. Smiling's contagious, and it makes you and the receiver's day better. Funny thing, just the other day, my new exchange student and I were driving to go down to get her registered for school, and somebody drove by and smiled at her, and she looked at me and she said, why did they smile at me? See, people aren't used to getting a smile. Change their day for the better. I was thankful, though, to be able to have that conversation with her about how smiling can improve someone's day. Number two, volunteer at a charity school or church. 
I know you don't have time, but I also know that you can find 30 to 60 minutes a couple of times a month. Find a volunteer-led organization in your city, give them a call, and schedule a time to lend a hand. School districts also have reading and after-school tutoring programs that are always looking for help. And churches? Well, we just can't do church without our volunteers. Number three, donate things you no longer need or use. Better yet, keep your old stuff and donate something new. With the Cone Marie craze and the minimalist lifestyle uh, fad, hopefully it's not a fad because it's kind of a good thing, there's a good chance you've downsized or want to. Pick a room, remove everything you don't need, and then donate it. What you're getting rid of will determine where you donate it to. Consider organizations that help unwed mothers, inpatient recovery programs, homeless shelters, and homes for abused women. It takes a little more legwork to go this route than just simply dropping things off at the Goodwill or Salvation Army, but the people who receive your donated items will be eternally grateful. Number four, make a financial donation. Money is an easy thing to give, and it can be given to so many different places and people. Financial donations can be given to missionaries, nonprofit organizations, churches, or organizations like Kiva. Kiva is an organization that helps to raise money for women in other countries who are wanting to start a small business. So these are women entrepreneurs and you can help them get the funds together so that they can do a job that provides money for their family and their children. Part of the Kiva organization though, is that these women will agree to pay you back as they make money. So it's kind of a loan, but you can also just donate and give the money to them as well. Number five, redirect your gifts. Instead of receiving birthday or Christmas gifts, have them redirected to someone in need. The same places that you donate your unused items or money to can also receive redirected gifts. You could also contact a place like World Vision and have people gift your gifts to one of the different programs that World Vision has. Number six, actually stop to help when it looks like someone needs it. Nope, you don't need to know them or even know they have a specific need. Take a chance. But don't be unsafe about this. But let me ask, because I know I'm so guilty as charged. How many times have you driven or walked by somebody who was broken down on the side of the road or walked by somebody who had an obvious need and you just kept going. Take a chance. Pull up behind or alongside them. Stop as you're walking. Offer to help if you're driving and they're on side the road. Offer to call AAA a tow truck or to go buy some gas. Just remember to be safe. Number seven, carry a mom or elderly person's groceries to their car. I'd even be willing to take that one a step further and say carry anyone's groceries for them. Random acts of kindness aren't seen enough, and they're a great way of showing God's love. Moms with small children and the elderly would be especially blessed by this small act. Number eight, bring them a meal without asking first. Everyone has to eat. 
No one has time to cook, and everyone loves a home-cooked meal. Decide who you want to bless, and then tell them you'd like to bring them a meal on X or Y day. Ask which day would work better for them, or if there's another day a meal would be a blessing. I know me, and I'd try to tell you I didn't need it, but would really love it. So, let them know you really would like to bless them in this way. Number nine, bring them a baked good, especially if they're going through something tough. If there's one food people are unlikely to turn away, it's baked goods. And that just reminded me, I'm supposed to be sending a recipe to somebody who wants to bake something for somebody. Glad I remembered that. Now you guys can all remind me as well. Cookies, cakes, brownies, and pies also have a way of warming the heart. Guess that's why they're called comfort food, huh? This one's easy. Bake something yummy, show up on the recipient's doorstep. If they're not home, leave it on the porch with a note, and then send them a quick text and let them know you left them something. Number 10, clean their house. People will have a hard time taking you up on this one unless they have a pretty significant need. Consider, though, being bold enough to offer helping a busier working mom with her weekend house cleaning or to clean a specific area of her house. This is a humbling job, and some people might be embarrassed by how their house looks. So ask God to give you His word so the person you're offering to help will be able to graciously accept your help. Number 11, take someone's kids to school. This can be huge for some parents. Getting the kids to school can make getting to work on time a struggle. It also means stay-at-home moms don't have the luxury of sleeping in during the week. Regardless, offering to take someone's kids to school means they get a few minutes of their day back. Who knows what this will allow them to get done. Number 12. Provide them a meal and do the grocery shopping for them. This is actually two things, and either can be done separately as well. Planning healthy meals is something many people struggle with. We also have a post on our website about meal planning. You can check that out. It's 10 meal planning tips for meal planning like a pro. I will provide the link for that in the podcast notes. If you're good at meal planning or love to grocery shop, Bless someone by doing a meal plan and grocery shopping for them. Adding the grocery shopping to the meal plan makes this a huge help for people who are short on time or have a new child, lost a loved one, or are struggling with sickness or disease. For some people, grocery shopping is a real struggle. Even people who have nothing major going on will really be blessed by this act of kindness. 13. Go grocery shopping for someone. Some people absolutely hate to grocery shop, and some, like me, absolutely love it. It's also something that takes up valuable weekend family time. Have the person you're wanting to help provide you with their list and then do the shopping for them. This will allow them to spend that time resting or enjoying family time. Number 14, help with or do someone's yard work. This is another necessary evil that some people really enjoy. It's also part of homeownership that's a struggle for the elderly or people with health conditions. Spend an hour or two helping someone mow the lawn, rake the leaves, or pull the weeds. 
15. Help someone who's grieving. You can do this using any of the items on this list or just by sitting quietly with them. People who are grieving often just need to know they aren't alone. 16. Just spend time listening. This goes in hand in hand with the helping people that are grieving. No matter the type of grief, help someone by lending them your ears and not your opinion. Acknowledge you hear them and emphasize with them, but be careful to not offer opinions or solutions. 17. Invite someone to get active with you. Being physically active of any form is easy to easier to do when you do it with someone else. Sacrifice your personal exercise time and invite someone to join you. 18. Mail an encouraging card or note. Snail mail and the act of handwriting something really goes the extra mile to show you care. I have a dear friend who is always so good when her and I have gone too many weeks or days without seeing each other of dropping me a card in the mail and just letting me know how much she uh, cherishes our friendship and is looking forward to us being able to connect again. I love seeing those cards or notes when they show up in my mailbox. These are also the types of things that people often save for ages. 19. Tutor someone's kids. This is one of my favorite ways to help. My niece and I did this together for a year or two, and it was a joy. Many students struggle in school or their parents don't have the time or ability to help them flourish. You don't have to be a whiz to tutor kids. Just have a heart to serve, a willingness to learn, and a desire to see the younger generation succeed. 20. Get their car detailed. Whether you do it yourself or pay someone to do it, someone else to do it, this one makes people's day. It's the little thing, but driving a clean car, especially if the person has young kids, can be so refreshing. Number 21, watch their kids so the person or couple can go do something for themselves. You can do this for an hour, overnight, or a day. You decide. Just know that any free time you provide a single parent or couple is also valuable. It allows couples to reconnect and deepen their relationship and allows singles to decompress and do something they couldn't do with their kids. 22. Watch kids once a month so couples can have a date night. This is an extension of the one we just talked about, 21, but it can also and it can also be done for a single parent. Agree to watch their kids on a regular weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly basis so they can plan regular them time. Consider the wa- watching their kids even for a weekend so that they can get away and take a small mini vacation. 23. Go over and help batch cook or meal prep so the person or perp People has an easy week of meals ready to cook or eat. Any and everyone will be blessed by this one. Help them prep things so they're chopped and ready for cooking or fully cooked meals to store in the fridge or freezer. I have some friends at church and because my hands will struggle sometimes to cut and chop vegetables, they will bless me with bags of already chopped vegetables so that all I have to do is cook them. It is such a blessing to me on the days that my hands are struggling to 
cut anything except my fingers to be able to open a bag and prepare food to eat. Number 24. Help declutter and con Marie for someone. Reassure them that this offer isn't made because they're messy, but because they indicated wanting or needing to do something like this. Ask them which room they'd like help with and don't let them wiggle out of it. Doing this will really help a person feel peace when they get home from a crazy day. 25. Meet them for a weekly cup of coffee to study God's word or do discipleship. You don't need to be a Bible scholar for this. You just have to have a desire to draw closer to God. There's a lot of people who don't have time or don't know how to study God's word. You could just also just meet them for coffee and begin doing life with them. From there, God may open the door for Bible study. Number 26. Teach a skill you have. Cooking, music, car repair, photography, hair and makeup styling, organization, business, computer, or social media skills. This is something that can be done to help a group or an individual. If it's done for a group, it's also a great way for people to make new friends and grow in relationship with others. 27. Pick up the phone and call someone. And yes, I said call, not text. Maybe you live far away from a family or a friend who you know is going through a hard time. Dial their number and let them hear your voice, not just your words typed out on a screen. Listen to them, encourage them, pray with them. Voice-to-voice contact is a powerful way of connecting and helping. Number 28, make a gift basket. This can take a variety of forms based on who you're making it for. Know a freshman in college away from home? Put together a care package of snacks, toiletries, and a gift card or two. How about a friend who's come down with the cold or a flu? Buy some Kleenex, vitamin C, a few cans of soup, and some crackers. Get creative and have fun with this one. Number 29. Treat someone to lunch or dinner. If it's in the budget, text a friend who could use a meal together and offer to pay up front without being weird about it. We all know how that goes. Spend time beforehand brainstorming questions that you can ask them about the season of life they're in and be intentional in your interaction with them. Ask the Holy Spirit to use that time as a time of encouragement. Number 30. Give someone a hug. No, seriously. Have you ever had someone give you a really good hug? Not just the ones that are a half-hearted um arms around someone's shoulder hug, but the ones where someone wraps both arms around you and gives you a good squeeze for a solid 10 seconds. There's plenty of science on the power of hugs, so when appropriate and consensual, go wrap your arms around someone and without words, let them know how much you care. In closing, Helping others is such a wonderful thing. I pray that this list has helped you find the meaningful ways to help others you were looking for. We also have a PDF with these 30 meaningful ways to help others available on our website. The link will be in the podcast notes as well, or it can be found at www.boughtataprice.com forward slash ways to help others. Again, www.boughtataprice.com forward slash ways to help others. I want to leave you with a verse, Luke 6, 38. 
Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. God bless.